And he got to switch it up because he's fighting a professional fighter. You can't do the same moves every time. He got to make it. He's going to yeah. read you eventually. Yeah, make him think. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, mm. Cody. Oh, oh my God. Down. Lord have mercy. Robinson. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Snoop, talk about Precious dropping it Lord. like it's oh, 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 Wow, nothing funny about what's happening with Nate Robinson, but Snoop Dogg is, is singing the hymns. He's trying Good to get... Night. Oh, oh Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Self Shoots from the Hip. I'm your host, Joshua Self. Find me on Twitter at Self Shoots. It's December 3rd, 12.16 p.m. We've got, we got a few things to talk about. I want to start with a, a, a quick recap of the um, Tyson Jones fight. No one really cares about Tyson Jones. Everyone's talking about Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Nate Robinson, former NBA player, and Jake Paul, uh, YouTuber, apparently. I don't really know much about him. Jake, not Nate. The fuck out. This kind of sucks. You got knocked the fuck out. Poor Nate. I mean, he trained. Unfortunately, um, there's nothing that can really prepare you for being in the ring for your first time. You could tell that he was really nervous. He was kind of jittery, a bit too anxious. And even though his opponent hasn't had that many matches under his belt, having one match on your belt is way more than zero. It, it showed. It showed very much in, in terms of composure and, and that sort of thing. Real winners of this fight, though, was the culture. You know, the, the memes that we got out of it, Snoop Dogg's commentary, like, that's that's where the winning came from. Like, who they're able to uh, to watch it got a whole lot more than what they really signed up for. And the losers are the people that paid for this. Y'all didn't really get much of anything. The Tyson-Jones fight was, it was what you would expect from 50-year-old men going at it. Not saying that would fight Tyson. He looks like he was still... Break all my ribs and then my face. Old heads going at it. It's just not quite as entertaining as you would like it to be. You know, it, it's just not the same. The internet has been abuzz with uh, Elliot Page, dead named Ellen Page. He now goes by Elliot. Came out um, as a transgender man. Uh, good, good for him. But I do want to talk about the twerk gate, as it were. I think it's uh, it speaks a lot to. The complexities of black culture. If you don't know, in Dallas, there's a restaurant called True Kitchen and Cocktails. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept, so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to pr provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. That's the, the clip that, that went viral. 
he had a, a chance. To, he went on TMZ, um, and they questioned him about you know his statement and his stance. Um, and he had an opportunity to clarify some things, and this was his response. You had music playing in there. There was a festive a- atmosphere. What is the, you know, it seems like you have a particular problem with twerking. I, at least that's the way I read it. Tell us about that. Well, let me explain. First of all, I don't have a particular problem with twerking. Um, at our restaurant, you're always going to hear music because we want to make sure that it's a constant positive vibe for our guests. Um, one of the things that we don't want, though, is we don't want guests standing up in their seats, grabbing glass and twerking on glass. You know, for those who like twerking, we don't have a problem with it. There's lots of nightclubs people do it at. They do it in their home. But at our restaurant, we want to be mindful of that. Our restaurant is one where my mother eats at, my grandmother eats there, uh, my sons work there. And we want to make sure we keep a good environment. And so I'm not here to make any indictment on people who twerk because it gives people a good time. But that's just not something that I can have in my restaurant. One of the most undervalued people in this world, or probably the most undervalued, is black women. And I'm very mindful of how they look and how they appear. And we have so many classy and nice black women that come to this restaurant that define what True Kitchen and Cocktails is. And the actions of the women standing on the sofa and pushing on the glass twerking is not that. And so when we talk about advancing the culture, I'm mindful of how we all look as people. And that's why I apologize for using the F word, but that's also why I'm very, very steadfast in making sure that our guests carry themselves in the, in the right way at this restaurant. But it does then it, sound like your issue is with twerking. And it's not that it somehow doesn't paint a proper picture the way you see it. And right. and that doesn't seem to distinguish nightclubs versus your restaurant. It sounds like you don't think twerking is the proper way of presenting the culture. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin, the, the word you used was classy. I'm not saying it's not the proper way to, to uh, present the culture when you're dancing and having a good time at a club. But I am saying it's an improper way to present our culture in my restaurant. There's a bit to unpack there. So I want to start. There's a, another video that circulated. It basically was showing um, some of the women that were uh, twerking and they were standing on the furniture and pressing up against the glass. And there's another video of like uh, security cam footage or something. It shows the owner who was speaking to the women before he made this uh, public speech. And you can tell he's basically asking them to, you know, not do it. And they continue to. However, I think one of the the problems and the reason people got so upset uh, is a lot of his word choice and a lot of the things that he was trying to to push, uh, some of his ideology. And the original rant at the restaurant, he didn't mention people being on the furniture. And I think that really hurt his cause. So if you own a restaurant, you don't want people standing on your furniture, you don't want people dancing on your furniture. It's understandable. Regardless of how expensive the furniture might be, it's yours. You bought it. You don't want people destroying it. Particularly when this restaurant only opened up uh, like four or five months ago. You got a new restaurant and you have someone who's standing on your furniture dancing. And you don't like that, which is quite understandable. The problem is he didn't focus in on people being on the furniture, but focus in on people twerking. To create like a broader context of why some people would find this offensive, you have to consider that things that you know have come from black culture are often considered to be to ghetto, considered to be low class, etc. So if you think about like 
natural hair, the way a black person's hair grows naturally, you don't see it that much. Instead, you see like a more Caucasian style of hair. And the idea is that having your hair as a black person, the way it naturally becomes is somehow considered less than if you were to imitate the way a Caucasian's hair might grow. If you consider how um, stereotypically speaking, black people considered to speak is considered you know, low class, is considered ghetto, uneducated, etc. And there's an idea that you, you want to speak, you know, more like a white person. And twerking is in the same vein. Like, people that are doing it are considered to be low class or, you know, to be considered ghetto or whatever, unless you're a white person, in which case it's cool. A lot of things that are um, have come from black culture are just looked down upon by the overall American society. And naturally, um, we can be overprotective of things that are basically ours. So when you have a situation like this, where um, there are several black women in the restaurant and one or two of them decide that they want to dance for whatever reason. And now you have this other person telling them that their dancing is wrong. But instead of focusing on being on the furniture and potentially destroying property, focuses more on the dancing itself, it can come across very wrong. I think that was one of the issues. Both parties were right and both people were wrong at the same time. From his perspective, he doesn't want people on his furniture, but he messed up because he harped on the twerking. And we had a chance to go on TMZ. He did mention people being on the furniture, but he kept getting sidetracked by the twerking and didn't stay focused on, I don't want people on my furniture. Um, and then he added the, the notion of, I want people to, uh, you know, hold themselves with respect with class. So I can, I want people to be perceived in a particular kind of manner. And the implication is that people that are twerking are perceived differently than people that are not twerking. In other words, people that are doing something that's considered very black are considered different than people that are not. And that's the issue is that doing something as a black person that is considered, quote, black is somehow considered less than is considered low class. And a lot of people, you know, have a, a problem with that. There's a lot of pushback against that, particularly as black women being policed in several different ways, you know, about their attire, about their hair choice, about their nails, about the way they talk. I can see why a lot of people took offense to it. I mean, he's right in the sense that it's his restaurant. He had a dress code and whatnot, but I think he needed to be more careful about what he had to say. I think he should have paid more attention to his audience. Like, if you're selling Hennessy slushies and you're playing uh, Juvenile Back That Ass Up, like... I'm not sure what you expected to happen. I don't know why he decided to open a restaurant in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, his restaurant is like four or five months old. And so I don't know why uh, he thought it was a good idea to open this restaurant when restaurants across the board are suffering. Like even the most well-established restaurants are having a very hard time uh, during this particular season, you know. 
someone should have told him to wait till the pandemic is over. But for whatever reason, he thought it was a good idea to open that one up now. Um, I hope it does well. But I think he needs to pay more attention to his, his demographic because if the demographic is black women, he's said somewhere in one of his posts that like 70% of his patrons are black women. This is not the way to encourage black women to come into your restaurant. I think that there's a small, small percentage of black women that would be cool with, with his response, you know, asking the women to, to stop dancing or whatever. But I think there's a much larger percentage the ones that he will actually make money off of that are going to be turned off by this type of sentiment. And it's less that they necessarily want to twerk in his restaurant, but more the idea that I don't want to go somewhere where I have to be policed in this particular manner. If you have a restaurant and you want people to be inside of it and to do well, you have to appeal to the types of women that go out on a regular basis. And, the types of women who don't are probably not going to be inside your restaurant to begin with. And so you really have to appeal to the folks that go out, you know, every week or twice a week, you know, to get cocktails with their girlfriends, whatever. And if that's your target audience, then you need to consider the fact that at least one of them probably wants to work whenever she gets the opportunity to, you know, as soon as they Henny hits, you know, and the right song comes on, uh, yeah, she going to want to do a little dance. I think he just made some mistakes and he um, definitely hasn't really done his research into who he's trying to cater to. Um, And I feel like what he said was not misinterpreted, but I just don't think he expressed it correctly. He he focused too much on on one part and less on the fact that there are people on his furniture potentially damaging it. You know, for someone who just came into the game, you don't want your property getting damaged. You know, it'll be different if you had a restaurant for 10 years and it's like, well, I think it's new furniture anyway. In conclusion, you know, in, in summary, for the finale, whatever you want to call it, uh, word choice is very important. And I think when you have a chance to publicly defend your actions or defend your statements, I think it's very important to get your answers prepared, you know, uh, do your research, um, consult a PR firm or whatever you got to do so that you can express whatever it is that you have to say in, in a way that's going to be well received so you can explain yourself. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm all for doubling down and saying it with your chest. So if that's how it really feels. Then that's how it really feels. But it it reeks of misogynoir. Like it just feels very terrible. And this idea that a black woman has to be in a particular manner, like she has to present herself in a certain way, she has to act in a certain way, otherwise she's low class. And that's just not the that's not the deal. We don't we don't want to push that type of rhetoric. And y'all have a good weekend. To whom it may concern, Attack on Titan Season 4 starts in a few days. I am looking forward to it.